What's up, my confidence queens? Are you ready to feel confident as fuck? I'm your host, the confidence queen herself, Alicia Lechuga, and I am your confidence bestie. I went from trying to shrink my body in order to find happiness and approval to finally letting go of dieting, others' opinions, and inspiring hundreds of women along the way. This podcast is all about confidence, living unapologetically as yourself daily, and ultimate self-love. This is Confident as Fuck. What's up? Welcome back to Confident as Fuck. We are here again with a... Oh, shit. I almost... (laughs) We're about to pop a bottle of champagne. We've already had one. So this is... I know last time I literally was like, oh, I'm not doing any more drunk podcasts. And then literally Marisol comes over and she's like, I need a drink before we do this. So we're about to pop a bottle of champagne. But I'm here with another little relaxed podcast with my girl Marisol. I'm so excited for her to come on the pod. She took a lot of convincing to get on the podcast, but she's finally here. Everyone welcome Marisol. Thank you so much for coming. Hello, everybody. Yay. I'm so excited. So tell us in your own words what you do. Okay. So I currently own a notary signing agency. I am a full-time notary public. I specialize in loan signing so that's my specialty and so this year I did transition into a notary signing agency okay so tell us the difference between like a regular notary and then a notary signing agency so like uh for the last few years I'd been working yes (laughs) (laughs) so like for the last few years of working for myself so I am marketing out there working doing loan signings doing notary work for myself only Okay. Now, as an agency, what I'm doing is finding notaries for my clients nationwide. So, okay. like tomorrow, we have a signing in Las Vegas. Oh, that's so. It's awesome. my first time in Nevada. Woo-hoo. Awesome. So I get to you know make connections with notaries in different states. So I'm just providing the service outside of my reach, right? So by utilizing other notaries. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, Sweet. Yeah, yeah. So it's win-win. I get to help other notaries too. Awesome. Okay, so you were saying you own a notary signing agency. Mm-hmm. Were you going to say something else after that? Because I interrupted. No. You're a maybe. mom. Okay, yes. You're a wife. <laughs> I'm a mom. I have three sons, 24, 19, 14. I am an autism mom and new to the diabetes world, which is also my little autistic guy. He just, that's the cards he got dealt. You know, he's got a good team. Yeah. But that is a full-time job. For sure. Mm-hmm. I am a wife. I have been married for oh, 25 20, years. 2000, did you say 2001? Well, I've, we got married in 2002. Okay. So that's what? 21? <laughs> 21 years? Yeah. How but we've been, we've, been been, together? we've been together since like 1998. Wow. So yeah. Wow. That's huge. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, yeah. deserves like an award in itself. Yeah. Are you guys going to do, what, is that 25 years? That, that is 25. That would have been this year. So last year was 20 years married, and we went to Costa Rica. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. you're like the sixth or seventh person that's been talking about Costa Rica So lately. we congratulate ourselves with trips. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> when we hit 10 years, we went to the Bahamas. Oh, yes. So yeah, you know, kind of remind ourselves like, what? Well, you you're know, doing a good job. We've come this far <laughs> just to come this far. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's so awesome. Mm-hmm. I love to see people when they're married for so long because it's really kind of rare. 
Yeah. And Renee and I are coming up on 10 years together, Yay. which is like really crazy. I'm like, that really went by. It serves a medal. So fast. Yeah. It's a long, it, it's a long it's time. It's a lot of work. Yeah. It's a lot of work. It's a long time to be with somebody for sure. Mm-hmm. Like to be with one person and to be committed. Yeah. It's a long time. You have to grow together. Yeah, you do. Because we evolve. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. It's a, it's a How lot. old were you guys when you got together? I was 18. Wow. So like all of your adult life. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's younger than I am. Okay. So technically, he was under 18. Oh, my God. <laughs> Should I be saying this publicly? <laughs> okay, yeah. I'm not even going to tell you. But yeah, he's younger than I am. So yeah, it's been a ride. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. You guys have been together for so long and you guys were so young. He was my best mm-hmm. friend's little brother. Oh, wow. In high school. Yeah. Wow. That's so <laughs> that's interesting. How that popped off. Oh my God. <laughs> he can hang. Oh my He's still there. <laughs> He's he can still hang. there. He can hang. Yeah. He's still there. Hell yeah. yeah. Love that. Love that. Okay. So we're going to talk about a few different topics, but the first one is we were just saying like how you got into the notary business and like what that looked like for you and that you had your license for a really long time. Yeah. But then that you just kept renewing it, but then you started to take it seriously. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So like in my early twenties, one of the first like good jobs I got. Right. So I'm like a mom of a toddler. I started working at this escrow office and my boss was like, you should just get your notary license and then you can do all of our signings and you'd make some extra money on the side. So it was like, they were willing to show me, they were willing to walk me through it. It was like a no brainer. So I did that with them for a few years. That's how I got comfortable doing loan signings. And then I got pregnant with my second son and I left and I didn't come back there. So I went to business school and I started working at an engineering firm. So the whole time outside, once I left, I kind of hung on to my notary license. I really liked it. I enjoyed what I did. So it was like valuable to me. You know, it was one of my first like big achievements, you know, so every four years I'd go, I'd renew it. People knew I had it, little work here and there. And really started focusing more on business. I went to work at an engineering firm And then from there, I went to work for my husband's family has a family business. And I went to work for them and just basically stayed there the majority of like my 20s, my 30s. Kept continuing my license. Like I kept renewing it. I would do it for family. I would do it for friends. And I would say about 2016, 2017, my mom got really sick. And unfortunately, you know, she didn't make it she passed away and after she passed away uh, we kind of were talking about how like it shifts so many things in your world right so my mom lived with me was her primary caretaker and so a lot of my energy I'm an only child she's a single parent literally was just we're we're a tag team Yeah. yeah like it's me and my mom so when my mom passed away after some time you kind of like don't know what to do with yourself And it's like, I don't feel happy. I have all this time on my hands. Mind you, even though I I have a full house, you know, I have three boys that are, at that time, they were still a little younger. But I spent so much time and energy on my mom. And it was like, now what do I do? So I was like, you know what? I really love this. And I think it was up for renewal. And I'm like, I'm going to go renew this. And I'm just going to give it a shot. 
and I started a little Instagram page and I thought like, let's just see, you know, I made these little postcards on Word and I started mailing them out everywhere and I had a couple of friends in the industry still. So I just kind of started being more vocal about it and my friends started sending me work. So it was like getting my feet wet again and I was like, okay, like, let's just see and just kind of started having those conversations with my husband too like I think I'm just gonna give this a shot again like I'm just gonna see where where this goes and yeah and so it just kind of evolved from there one day I got a phone call and it was like hey can you do a signing for us this and this and that sure yeah and I you know I booked the signing everything and then I call my friend I'm like oh my god I did a signing for your office She's like no girl that was not my office so then it was like that moment where I'm like you knew I it was like more than just your friends. got this business by myself. Hell yeah. Yeah. Yep. My little postcards worked. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that there was no looking back. I feel at that point. We were just talking about this before we got on the podcast, but I'm going to do, I don't really want to fully touch on this with Marisol because I don't want to take over her podcast time, but I'm going to do a whole <laughs> talk, podcast. Girl, <laughs> I'm going to do a whole podcast on just exactly what she was talking about, about like the grieving process and how yeah. you feel like, especially when you're someone's caretaker or you're very yeah. involved with their care that after you're kind of like, what the fuck do I do? Yeah. I'm going to do a whole podcast on this because I feel like it's really where I am right now, which is why we were really, Marisol was really, really great when Renee's dad passed of really understanding like, yeah, because she has been there. But I'm going to do a whole podcast about that. But I love that you, like we were talking about this earlier, like you took the time, you had your time where you're like grieving and doing this and kind of like processing your feelings. And then you're like, okay, it's time to step into a new version of myself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where you don't have anything really to hold you back. A hundred percent. And that's when you really took off which is amazing yeah yeah. what year was that uh my mom passed away in 2017 I renewed my license in 2018 and then just little by little 2018 I took the little baby steps 2019 but yeah you figure from 2017 my mom passed away in July I renewed like in May so that's almost a year so I feel like looking back in the moment didn't seem like that long that much of a time but now looking back, it's like I did take my time, you know. Sure. It, you like you're saying it. Yeah. You have to like refigure yourself out, and that even comes after you've went through the motions. Yeah. You know, you go through the motions, and then you kind of wake up, and you're like, "That's enough." Right. Like I, I, I need to. I feel like that's kind of at the place I am now, where I'm like, "Okay, this is enough." Like, I. Definitely went went really through it though, but I'll, I, yeah. I'm gonna dedicate a whole podcast yeah, to this. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's like you, it's kind of like a breakup too, yeah. where like you have that mourning period and you have that loss, and then you come to a point one day. I know everyone who's gone through a breakup can relate to this, where you're like, okay, bitch, get your shit together. Yeah. Like, get your shit <laughs> together. Enough. You can't like this is enough. Like, I love that you use that phrase because that's yeah. literally perfect yeah. for that. Okay, and then. After you got that first like business card and you're like, or yeah, that first that was, business from your business card. So that was my first office that I did myself. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Like I can do this. Right. So, yeah, I mean, God, I, I even when you called me like, OK, let's do this podcast. What did I, I was I like, know. what are we going to talk about? <laughs> <I know. right? laughs> She's so like 
uh, what's the word like humble because she's like what are we gonna talk about i'm like bitch your yeah. notary business you're Hello? like you're thriving business and yeah. i was like really <laughs> okay but yeah i mean i've had a lot of time to think like what but yeah i told myself that i was gonna come and represent your podcast because your podcast is confident as fuck you know so like i don't want to come in here and be like oh no you know I'm gonna, yes i want to come in here and be like yes i did that shit yes we can all do that should. shit as you, you know so so yeah i mean it just kind of started evolving i got it and then that was just like a hell yeah to me you know and i started pushing and then i started getting like making money you know i started cashing checks and i'm like i know i love it when you post on your instagram the check cashing because yeah. <laughs> anybody who still runs a business that gets checks which is us too yeah yeah you know how good that fucking feels when yes. you get a check in the mail and you're like i love it when you post that going to your <laughs> P.O. box. Yeah, yeah. Because we do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. And when we were first starting and when it was very rare that yeah. we would get a check, yeah, yeah. I would always call Renee and I would be like, oh my God, we got five checks in the mail today or we got one check in the mail or because, whatever Because, you know, that's like your hard work. Yes. It's like, I did that shit. Yes. I did that shit. Like, I... And it's not a knock onto like anybody in a nine to five that's cashing checks. Like... Same thing. Same thing. You're putting in the work. But it is a little different. And I've worked the nine to five. Like, it's like when you get a raise almost. Yes. Right? Or you get like, a bonus or yes. like something like that. And you're just kind of like, hell yeah. Like I'm doing a good job. Yes. Like that's what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. It's like such a good fucking feeling. Um, yeah. So like fast forward 2018, 2019, I'm still kind of cruising. I'm still at my husband's business nine to five. So I managed that business for, I would say about 15 years I was there and like slowly kind of dipped into more and more to the point where like I started off kind of helping my sister-in-law and then my sister-in-law moved and then I just kind of took over and so at first I would only do what I was told and eventually it became my job so yeah. it was like okay so I started making it my own then they hired somebody else to help me so it was cool you know but yeah so 2019 we're just kind of cruising so now I've got some work I've got a couple of offices but I'm still I have a full-time job still. So now I'm just, you know, I'm not that busy. I'm not pushing it. When 2020 hit, everything changed because it got super busy. And so it just, the time came. And it was a lot of conversations with my husband. I got COVID and I was out for like three weeks. I mean, I was like, had to go Away to from his business. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think that was like a big aha moment. Like, they're fine. Mm, I love that. Yeah, they're fine. They survived. Like, yeah, they're calling me here and there, but they're handling it, you know? And maybe I don't need to be there every day. Right. Maybe I don't need to be there all day, every day. So those became the new conversations. Like, hey, you know, I really want to try to do something else now. Like, I think it's time. And it's a big deal. Yeah, you know, it is. Because they rely on you. It's a bond. It's your family. So it's a bigger deal than what it seems. Yeah. A family business, if anybody is in a family business yeah. that's listening, like, you know, it's not just a normal mm. job. Yeah. It's very different because you're interacting with your family, you're mm. intertwined, you're seeing them like, and then everybody also like has questions about what you're doing all the time, even at like family parties. Mm -hmm. You know, it's very different. It's you're always working. You're always working because mm -hmm. you're always with your family who mm -hmm. is the business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was a big deal. 
And again, you know, I think like, even though from 2017 to 2020, there's two, three years that have gone by, like there's still that like, this is a new me. Mm -hmm. Now, who am I going to be writing on me? You know, like, I don't know how to, I can't even put into words, but so the day comes and I'm like, hey, you know, I think it's time. So obviously many conversations with my husband before we even brought it up to his mom and dad. And then just, I just told him, you know, so we're in Costa Rica celebrating 20 years and I'm like, we're in November. So I think that's it, you know, I'm done. And it's like, okay, so when I come back, I talk to the parents. So we work something out. I still actually work there. I still go do payroll. I still pay their bills. I still manage like IRS documents, Mm -hmm. like, you know, permits, trucking. You're in the trucking industry. You know what's up? Like all that stuff, it's still all me. But it's not every day. It's once a week. That's what I'm committed to. So I'm committed to once a week. I'm here all day. You know, when I'm here, bring it to me. We'll handle it. But yeah, so my notary business, I started getting followers. I started pushing for more business. Then once I freed up my time, I started knocking on doors. I started making connections. I started showing up to events. And I mean, I remember the first time telling him, oh my God, I have like $1,000 out there that people owe me, right? <laughs> and he was like, yes. for real? <laughs> like, yeah, can you believe that? We were just like, yeah. like, oh my gosh, you know? And so the goal was $1,000 a week. That was my goal. Like, if I can earn 1000 I mean, in the real estate industry, for anybody listening, if you know, nobody gets paid until these files close, right? Yep. So it wasn't like, did I cash it? It was like, did I earn it, right? right? So if I, if I earned $1,000 a week, that was my goal. And, and then I hit $1,000 a week, like, consistently. And it was like, oh, shit, like this like, is for real. Yeah, let's. I, I can handle more now. You know, yeah. like I, I was doing all the right things. I freed up my time. I started marketing. I started pushing myself, and yeah, it was just been going really well. It's been going really, really well. And now you're like an inspiration for other notaries. Which if you, I didn't even tell you guys how Marisol and I met because we're now on this relaxed <laughs> vibe of the podcast. <laughs> but usually, I would tell you guys how I met this person, but that I'm talking to. I'm not even saying interviewing anymore, but I met Marisol through Ray. Yes. So I met her through Raynetta, which also needs to be on the podcast. But Raynetta is a friend that I met in my old apartment building and she's a notary. She had me come and speak at her notary event and you were there. Were I you was. There? Okay, and that's so why I, I and and that was memorable. Yes, was like, that was my first who like is this girl in person speaking event, which now I'm like low key mortified at my speech. <laughs> But I spoke at Raynetta's event and then I Marisol asked me to speak at her event, which was awesome. And that's how we met and connected. And I knew I wanted to have her on the podcast. And then since then, we kind of like just which interacted vibe. online, vibed. We went out to coffee mm-hmm. and um, yeah, she's it was so cool seeing you at your event because your event was so amazing, like so well orchestrated everyone there was just like excited to be in the room. Yeah, like, it was fun. It was a great event. It was a women's and business event. Mm-hmm. And it was like all different businesses, like whether it be notaries, lawyers, mm-hmm. att- it was like real estate eyelash agents, tags, eyelash tags, hair people, balloon. Yes. Art. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was really, really a great event. And it was, it was really inspiring. And yeah, I knew I had to have her on the podcast. As yeah. soon as I like went to your event, I was like, 
okay, I have to have her on the podcast because she's like a powerhouse. And then when did you start your, you are, (laughs) you are, when did you start the agency? So that just happened this year, actually. Yeah. So social media has done wonders for me. Like it did take me a while to warm up to it. And then, you know, I do feel like that shift in me, like the new me, right? That's how we're going to call it, right? (laughs) Is like, I'm not embarrassed. I'm not scared anymore. Like, actually, I'm lying because I was really nervous to come on the podcast. But it's still part of me, right? But, like, I do- But you're here. Yeah. You're like, my 2023 that. goal was do it scared. Yeah. So, obviously, like, I stay scared. Wait, you told me another 2023. Oh. 2024. Okay, we never mind. We are talking about 2024. Okay, never mind. <laughs> we'll keep that on the... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> no, we're manifesting it. We're manifesting yeah, we it. Are. But, um, yeah, my 2023 was do it scared and so the agency was one of them the women's event was one of them really social media social media has helped me like come out of my shell in ways that I would have probably never done before it took me a while but I started getting on camera more like really like even learning about myself like what makes me happiest and it makes me the happiest to help other women like thrive like I just I I'm so excited about that. So I started getting a lot of DMs like, oh, hey, you know, this and that, like questions. Hey, can I ask you this? And me, I'm just like, ask me. Yes, this is what you need to do. This is where you need to go. This is how we, this is how, what I did, right? And so for the first like 2020, 21, 22, I, then I said, you know what? I'm going to start mentoring. And I just added links to my social media. And now I, I do mentoring So I do mentoring notaries, right, specifically, right? So people that just became a notary, people that want to be a notary, uh, people that want to do loan signing, and I mentor them on how to build a business, you know, how to get themselves out there, how to become financially independent, you know, time freedom, stuff like that. And so then that that encouraged the women in business event because now I'm like, yes. So actually going to Ray's event, yeah, motivated I remember me. you said that that yes, motivated you to That motivated me. And I was there and I was really enjoying myself and I'm like, I could totally do this. Like, yeah. This is so fulfilling. So we so we did the event. And then this year I we were in Costa Rica and I was sad because I was like missing out on all this money. <laughs> <laughs> I remember and the I'm first vacation. And I'm just No, the yeah, first like, vacation we ever took after we started our business. I will never forget that vacation because Renee kept getting calls mm-hmm. all the time. And it was for his dad's 60th birthday. So that would have been like, what, four years ago? So it was like, we were just starting to pick up in our business. Kind of like how you're saying, like mm-hmm. in 2020, we were mm-hmm. barely picking up. We had to have a driver drive for us while we were gone. And same thing, we were like, I was like, fuck. And we were so broke at the time of our vacation because we were like, like you're saying, like we hadn't collected, but we were super fucking busy. But we were on a net 30 at the time. So it was like, oh my God, like, fuck, we shouldn't be on this vacation. We should be home fucking collecting. I remember I called the PO box because we do ours at (laughs) like a, (laughs) we do ours at a UPS store. I go in there every day. So the girls know me. So I call them. I'm like, hey, do we have any checks in the box? And she's like, oh, yeah, you have like this many. Like, yeah, and yeah. Here, here's I who go. they're from. And I'm like, OK, perfect. So, so you like know yeah. how much money you have in there. Yeah, because you know who's going to pay yeah, you and yeah. how much it is. So I was like, oh, my God, we should go home. 
but yeah. you were saying you're you were low key like mad because you're yeah. So we go on vacation. <laughs> so at this point, this is last November. Like this point, I'm in it. I'm I've been on my own. I'm consistently earning the same amount of money every month. Like I'm in it. This is my little tiny business that I'm doing on my own. And so we're in Costa Rica, and I had told like my major clients like you know hey you know just so you know I'm gonna be off. So like some of them are super cool. They're kind of like low key hold on to their stuff until you get back. Right. But sometimes you get randoms, right? Sometimes you get new clients. Mm -hmm. Sometimes there's people I do business with, but it's like far in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're the whole time we're on vacation. I'm like getting, oh, I'm sorry I'm on vacation. Oh, I'm sorry I'm not available. I'm sorry I'm out of the country. So I was like, damn. So I, I look at him and I'm like, you know what? That's it. I was like, I'm starting a DBA. I'm going to start an agency. This is never happening to me again. And he was like, okay. And we start plotting, you know, and we're like, this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go for it because I'm like, look, look I'm, at all the money that I'm missing. Yes. Yeah. And it, again, it's not about the money, but it is because it's your hard work. And it's like, what if I could potentially lose this client? Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If you're not there, like they still need the work done. They still need the work. Mm-hmm. And especially if it's your first, second, or maybe even third time working with someone, if you're not available, like they're they still need to get it done somehow. They're still gonna need to get it done. And it might be like, oh, we found this other person who has an agency that can always get it done. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna use them from now on. Mm-hmm. Like that is a big thing with us too, is like always having availability for service like just call me i got you it doesn't have to be me right because at that point it was just me Mm. right it was just me like if i was getting business it was because i was gonna go and do it yes so i mean gosh for like three years i drove all over california i was like in victorville i was like in (laughs) thousand oaks you know sometimes i got lucky and it was close to the house but i was building my shit i was hustling i was making money i was happy i loved what i was doing i was so happy with my decision so yeah costa rican i'm like never again i was like this is how much money we lost and i said we because you know yeah that's my team but i'm like never again so yeah so that was january yeah so yeah so i mean this year i decided i opened up the dba it's called my favorite notary and it's just i don't even know like i don't even know how it just I'm just doing... I love how humble you are. She's like, I don't even know how I did this. I'm just... I'm just doing what makes me happy. And now I get to make other people... Help other people. Like, I swear, like, when my notaries... I have a couple of them already that they're like... They want to buy me stuff. Like, oh, I just want to buy you this gift. Because, you know, I never... Like... And it's like, I gave them their first check that they earned on their own for their notary. Like that to me is like, ah, no better feeling, right? Yes. We just sent out a gift for a driver that we use for Renee's parents' business. And we just sent him out a one year gift. And Oh, wow. Holy shit. That's a fucking like amazing feeling. Like you said, like giving them a check. Like every time I write out his payroll, I feel this way. And I tell Renee every single time. When I do his payroll, I'm like, oh my God, we are providing someone with income for their life. And he has like a family or whatever. And it makes me think about it every time that it's so dope that you can like 
our business was just us, just yeah. like you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just us. It yeah, was yeah. Renee servicing and me. You're working to pay your doing bills. the background. Yeah. Yes. And we're paying our bills with it. And at first we couldn't even do that. Like, yeah. <laughs> like we barely could do that. We couldn't do that actually. And then now we're able to provide someone else with a freaking income. It's insane. And then to give him the one year gift, I was like, oh, so cool. Yeah. And they're excited about it too. That's the dopest it's part. It's so fulfilling. It's so it's fulfilling. It's so fulfilling. Yeah. So yeah, like even that, it's so I just put my mind to it. So I I started the DBA and I basically have just started letting everybody know, like, hey, now I'm nationwide. So like started with my clients. Like because even with my clients, I was capped out. I can only drive right. so far. Yes, exactly. So I can only have I only have so much time in a day. So even with them, it was like, don't even trip. I got you. What? The brother lives in Texas? No don't problem. Don't worry. Yeah. And mind you, in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, shit. I don't, I don't know anybody in Texas. <laughs> <laughs> but you're like, I'll fucking find yeah. them. <laughs> but I'm telling them, like, I got you. Don't yeah. like Because I'm confident in myself, right? Yes. Like, I'm confident that I, I know I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. And now, I mean, I have teams in San Bernardino, in Riverside, LA County, well, Orange actually, County. Actually, Marisol helped me whenever I had to get some documents notarized for Renee's dad. Mm-hmm. And immediately she was like, oh, I got you. Yeah. Like, because I know it's far. It's in Victorville and yeah. Apple Valley. And she was like, I got you. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Now I, it's like, yeah, even the Vegas one, I, I know a notary in Vegas. And again, social media. Yes. You know, they start hitting me up like, okay, so my thing is, where are you? What's your area? And I add them to a roster. So I create a roster. Like now I have, I use GroupMe. And mm-hmm. so like I kind of separated it by counties. And so like I just throw it out there now. And then, but yeah, I mean, in the beginning, obviously you're building. Yeah. And you're getting to know a lot of people. But I had already a notaries that I knew, right, that I knew of, that I knew their work. Yeah, so I mean, I just, I started letting everybody know. So yeah, even my first deal, she's like, hey, you said the other day that you could do Nationwide. And I was like, yeah, I have two. They're up in Fresno. So I'm like, yeah, sure, give them to me. And I I knew what I had to do. I just had never done it before. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that's where I'm at right now. So right now, I mean, I'm loving it. Like, even my dealership guy noticed the mileage on my car. <laughs> He's like, oh, you're not driving that much as before. So I had, I, you know, so I'm like, oh, yeah, I started my own business. Da, da, da. And he's like, oh, that's good for you. But I'm like, damn, you know, I didn't even think about that. Like, he's like, dude, you were racking like two to three thousand miles on your car every month. And now I take it back and it was like 500 mile difference. So he was like, what the hell, you know? But yeah, that's what I'm doing now. That's what I'm doing now. So talk to us more about the mentoring. The mentoring. I feel like that's like your next step is to be like fully removed. Yes. From like doing the signing yourself and mentoring. Yeah. So I still do some signing myself, maybe like 25% of it. Um, The rest of it, I'm just kind of scheduling people out. My mentoring is like my baby. Um, it gives me an opportunity like to really get to know people. So the mentoring is very custom. Again, it's notary geared. Eventually, maybe one day it'll just broaden out, right? To empowerment in general. Right now it's for notary. Yeah. Sorry, Alicia is filling my cup. You guys can't see this. I'm trying to get her more drunk. (laughs) 
Now I know her secret to get her. That's what she in said. Here. She's like, oh, I know how you get people to talk. Now I know podcast. how you get people to talk. Literally, my last podcast, I was like, I'm really not enjoying drinking. <laughs> Literally, last podcast, I was like, no, I'm not really enjoying drinking that much, which I'm not, but today's a special occasion. But anyways, go ahead. I'm That's sorry. That's cool. That's cool. It helps. It does. And it makes you like, it could really help you when you're nervous. Yes. And I know this is nerve wracking because she was just asking me like the first time I recorded, like, did I like the sound of my voice or like, did it take me time to get used to it? And yes, it is nerve wracking to get on the mic, especially when you're being interviewed as a different or being a guest is a different vibe than like hosting your own or like being the host. Like for me, this is very relaxed. Like I'm, I'm fine, but I you're do it your, every week. Zone. Yeah. So like for someone to come on and be a guest, I know it's very different. So, well, I think like talking about yourself, that's yeah. what I was telling you earlier, like talking about yourself, it's like, oh, I don't want to say, like I said earlier, I don't want to say the wrong thing, but not the wrong thing. It's like, I want to come off like the yeah. way I see myself. Exactly. Right. And yeah. then sometimes I listen back and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> Why did I say that? <laughs> I think everybody could relate to that one for sure. Yeah. So mentoring, that's hand in hand. Like even when I'm signing the checks and I feel like it just brings out the best in me, I really, really take so much pride in like helping somebody change their life. So my mentoring is like I was saying earlier, it's in categories. So it's if you're just thinking of becoming a notary, right? So you've been watching my page, like... I want to do what this girl does. Like, how do I make that happen? And then so it's in time increments. So there's like two options, time increments. So like one is like 35 minutes and it's kind of just like pick my brain. So it's really like once they sign up for a mentoring session, I send them an email and there's like the three top questions and it kind of guides me because I don't want to waste people's time. So to me, it's like, okay, like, give you give me what your expectation is of this meeting that we're gonna have and then I'm gonna bring it right it. so it's very different for everybody some people they just they have it all together but they don't know how to market mm. some people just don't even know where to start some people are already making money but they want to make more money so I just kind of tailor it to whatever they the feedback that I get from them and then we just take it from there. Some of them are just like notaries that are already in the industry. They're just more want to do like loans. And loan is really my core, right? Mm -hmm. Like I said, you know, I started in escrow. So I know the loan packets like from beginning to end, back and forth, upside down. Easy. That's my shit. That's, that's my core shit. So I have like a scan copy and we go through them. And we do mock signings. So you pretend you're the notary. I pretend I'm the signer. And I give scripts. So literally when I come in and I sign loan documents with somebody, I say the same shit every, every time. single time. And it works for me. And it works. I mean, I take pride in saying that people love me. I come in there. They want to give me food. You know, yeah. they, I know my shit. And it's like, I just want to help other people feel that confident, which... Like, really, we're on the right podcast. Like For sure. I want somebody to go in there and feel like, I got this shit. Marisol told me what to do. I know exactly what to say. And I've had people, like, I've had notaries get a hold of me after. Like, I have my first signing. I had a notary. I had a mentorship. And I told her, do this, 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 and this, and that. Kid you not, two days later, she was on it. She was like, okay, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to do it tomorrow. 
two, three days later, she calls me. Oh my God, I got my first job. I don't know what to do. And she's like freaking out. So I walk her through it all the way to the point where she's like at the people's door. And I'm like, girl, you're good. You got this shit. Like you're, this is what you're going to do. This is what you're going to say. And that's, that really brings me the most joy. I love that you can take like something that you did and then now you're able to basically give someone like a carbon copy of yeah. what you did and say like, this is what makes you successful. This is what made it easy for me. This is what continued to bring me repeat business. And you're able to give that to someone else because I feel like sometimes when you're trying something new, mm-hmm. it's fucking hard. You yeah. don't know where to go. And they say that the number one thing to do when you're doing that is to find a mentor. Yeah. And to have someone that's telling you, this is what I did. Here's how to do it. Your ideas. Yeah. Yeah. And to bounce your ideas off of and say like, Hey, I have this new idea. Like, what do I do with this? Yeah. Like if I didn't have somebody as a mentor throughout my first like coaching experiences, I don't know what the fuck I would have done. I would have quit. I probably wouldn't have even continued. I probably would have never started the podcast. Like really? Yeah. Because I didn't know, like there's just like shit that you don't know and you can't really find from a YouTube video for someone to really give you, like you're saying the personalized attention of let's go through the loan document and let's go through it Mm -hmm. line by line and to give you a script. It kind of, when you were talking about the script, it almost reminded me of like when I was in sales, we had like a script Mm -hmm. that we would go through in our sales. And so like any question that someone would have, you already know what your answer is going to be because you have a script. Mm -hmm. And I would always tell when I started training in sales, I'd always tell people like, I know the script seems stupid. I know it seems stupid. Yeah. You don't want to say the same thing to every single person. When you're reading it, but they don't know. But they don't know. And guess what? It fucking works. Yeah. Every single time it works. And every time someone would deviate from the script or myself would deviate from the script, it doesn't fucking work. Yeah. Like, and it's not about being like robotic or anything like that. It's just like, it's the same thing. And especially in the notary, it's the same thing every single time. Yeah. Like there's few deviations, right? I'm sure, but it makes it easy. So I love that you're able to like give someone that same feeling that you felt after you started your business and you're like getting the checks and like starting to make your own money. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just, for me, the mentoring is like, I legit, I don't hold back. Like I give them everything. I, this is everything I did literally like, this is it. You know, and it's easier, not easier than you think, but like it's sometimes stuff is like common sense. Like, oh, duh. Why did I think of that? You know? Yeah. But the scripts are a big, big deal. Right. So because that's like probably the biggest deal, especially in the loan industry is like, well, what do I say about this document? Well, how do I explain? So, so I, you know, and I tell them and I give them pointers and I always tell them do it in your own way. Like, this is me. This is what I do. But be yourself like if you and same for the marketing my biggest thing to them is like look you're going into business for yourself not everybody is going to be a match this is i tell every single notary that i talk to not everybody's going to be a match don't feel bad if somebody doesn't call you not everybody's a match you're not going to like everybody you know sometimes i've gotten jobs and i'm like oh i'm never taking a job from that person again right like it's not a match it's not a match so i tell them like the whole perk of being in business for yourself is that you are like hand tailoring yes. the people you're around and the people you're doing business with. I mean, you're going to lunch with these people. You're stopping by their office. You're cracking jokes. You're getting to know these people like 
you're building this for yourself. Like it sh- you should make you happy. It shouldn't feel like, right. Oh, I don't, I don't want to go to that person's office. Right. You know, that's what like the best thing about being in business for yourself is that you don't have to work with everybody. Yeah. Like there's been plenty of clients that we've left in our trucking business mm-hmm. that like don't pay on time or they bullshit or they call at the last minute. Or they change things or they, you know, contest the bill, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I don't yeah, want to work You with get you. to know real fast that not everybody's the same. Yes. Not, not everybody's in it for the same reasons. Not everybody loves what they do. You know, some people are in it because yeah. they have to be. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. whatever their reason yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, you can really, like, being in business for yourself, you can decide if those people are who you want to work with or not. That's been my favorite part about being in business for myself. It's that I'm handpicking. So one thing we didn't talk about, I'm actually in the process of getting my real estate license. Oh my God. Yeah. How exciting. <laughs> I'm like one step away. I already submitted. I don't know if you know the process. You I don't. have to like take three different exams. tests. Yeah. And then you submit everything to the state, like with fingerprinting, you have to do like this whole process. And then the state, tells you, okay, you've been approved. Now go take your actual test. Okay. So I'm in that portion right now. So I already took the three tests. I passed. I I submitted everything to the state, did my fingerprints. But the real estate offices, I put myself in like three or four of them before I decided this is the one where I want to stay because the vibe. It's just, it was all about the vibe. Like, you know, there's realtors and there's realtors. There's everything, right? Any industry. There's, there's. But the, I finally found an office where like, I enjoyed showing up. I love their vibe. Like they're so, on my same level. And I was like, all right, I'm ready. Like this is my office. So yeah. So I mean that, that's part of what's next. I think. That's so exciting. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. That is so exciting because you probably have a lot of connections in that mm-hmm. industry already and look all of my deals i'm gonna yes. have my notaries doing for me <laughs> that's amazing because my, my son's like you can't start, you can't notarize your own deals and i'm like yeah but i have like a team of notaries that i could pick from <laughs> like, like did you make like, it like, <laughs> it's still coming this way <laughs> yeah yeah that's so awesome that's like we want to expand into the contracting space Good for you and we tried like a few years ago, but Renee didn't pass his exams. We didn't like, it was just too much at one time, but same thing, right? Because we're in trucking. So we want to expand into contracting because who's going to do the trash? Yeah, we are. Yeah. You know, like it's another branch and kind of just expanding your empire. Yeah. I'm so excited. I have a million plans. It's so exciting. I'm yeah. I have a million plans. So part of the plan is the notary business is my foundation. I want to really get this, off the floor where it's like kind of running itself. Mm-hmm. Obviously it's your business. Like you're still going to be yes. managing it. You're still hands-on. You're still, but I'm like so excited. Even like when you were saying like the one year, like how you, uh-huh. how you gave the guy the one year gift. And I can't wait. Like in March. I next was year, so fucking excited for that. Yeah. I waited for so long. For like that. in March <laughs> of next year is going to be one year that I officially went like DBA, right? Where I like started my own thing. And I can't wait. I told myself, I was like, 
I want to like rent a Palm Springs house for the weekend and bring all my notaries and all my escrow officers. And we're just going to like have such a good time and we're going to enjoy like we have been in this shit for a year. You know, like I don't care. Like I'm not making millions, but literally like you're saying, like it has been a fucking year. Like, yeah, yeah, it's a big milestone. And like, you know, something that when we hired an employee for the first time, Mm -hmm. it was a huge step for us and we Renee and I were on the same page with this but like people love to be taken care of Mm -hmm. people love to feel valued to feel think about why you've ever left a job before wasn't enough it wasn't enough either it wasn't enough money or you didn't feel value Mm -hmm. right and so that was a huge thing to us is we wanted to make people feel valued we wanted to make them feel empowered so like we really put an emphasis on that like We don't have, you know, we're not micromanaging the employee. We're really trusting. We are like very grateful. Like we sent him a birthday card. We sent him a one year gift, like little things like that to let him know. Yeah. We fucking really appreciate you. Like if it wasn't for you, we couldn't. Yes. Do what we do. Exactly. Like, and that's facts. That's for real facts. Like, so like, like when you have people that are working for you, they're not working for you. They're like working for the, like we're working for each other. Right. So like, okay, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to market my ass off and I'm going to bring in this fucking truckload of work. But guess what? Like it's for you too. There. Yeah. You know? So then in, in response, it's like, all right, like I appreciate a notary that will go out of their way for for the business or like you know and and they might be doing it for their check but it's like it doesn't matter they could easily say yes fuck you because it's like <laughs> when you win we win yes so yeah it's such a good feeling and like it really is a different feeling too to be like employing someone or to give be giving someone work even if you're not like fully employing them as like a employee but just even like giving them work it's just yeah it's a totally different feeling and it's it's exciting and i think that's the new age of like really appreciating employees or contractors is feeling like i really want to show you how much we're appreciative of you literally when i was like making the one year gift for him i was like okay i wanted to write like a check for a bonus. And I was like, Oh, like how much should the bonus check be? I asked her and Hey, and I was like, I had a figure that I wanted to give because I felt so fucking appreciative. And Renee's like, <laughs> what, what the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> he's like, no, 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 no. He's like, I don't even get checks like that. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, no. And I was like, okay, well how much do you think it should be? So we came to a figure, but then he was like, it's his first year. Like, you know, maybe at five years you could do something like that. But oh, you were trying to give five year money. I, I don't know. <laughs> I guess I was. I don't fucking know. But he was like, Alicia, it's going to go up every year yeah, that yeah, he's with yeah, us. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's true. But yeah. And I do. I mean, we're kind of in the same like we the husbands have the family business. Yes. We're involved, but it's not our business. Yes. Right. So it's I mean, in your case, it is now. But, yes. but you know, it, but take, we also, it took time to get there. Yeah, we also have the family business too. That's so like two separate entities. There's four separate entities. Actually. Oh wow! We, our business is a little bit complicated, but there's three brothers. All brothers mm. have their own entity, and, and then there's the dads. Then, then, then there's his dads, which his dads is the one that we control. So, yeah, but yes, it. it our business is ours, and I really do actually have to separate that. Is <laughs> like our business is us, right? Like our Lechuga Trucking 
is different. Yeah. LRF, Lechuga Trekking, is the dad. The dad. And I have to separate, like, because I had a really hard, I actually had a really hard time because I've only known our business as our Lechuga Trekking, and it provides us our house. It provides us everything that we have. So it's very close to my heart. It's very, like, emotionally involved. But then with LRF, I felt the same way, like very, very emotionally attached to that business. And I had to really like separate that, that like, okay, like this is not a reflection of me. This is not our livelihood. It's not us. Like I had to really separate feeling my feelings from the family business. Yeah. But it's very hard. So I do think like that, like again, like, I was with his family business for 15 years, right? So we we evolved it, like, but at the same time, it's like we have so many ideas, mm-hmm. but it's not your shit. Right. So you kind of have to, like, scale it down, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like how you're yeah. saying, like, Alicia. Yeah, yes. <laughs> know, you're trying to get five-year money. Yes. <laughs> like, I guess. Because that's me over there, and I'm like, yeah. let's do this, let's do that. And they're like, <laughs> like chill out (laughs) they're like johnny get your wife (laughs) (laughs) she's doing too much but but yeah so and even like with my business i'm very like that right like yeah like i don't care like something and but him coming from the old school mentality i mean it's not a horrible thing right because he'll kind of like look think about this think about that but i know like a lot of that mentality comes because he's he's very like me right like he wants to be the the giving like he wants to like be recognized people but you're brought up in this business where it's like no 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 mm-hmm. like we don't do that we don't give too much we don't like we're barely making it we don't this you know right and it's it's how you're saying it's a new age thing it's a it's it is i'm not gonna say like i'm not here to not make money obviously that's everybody's goal like it's I, a, wanna, I think it's I a want different time um, freedom but abundance mindset versus but like if i could do that for myself why can't i do it for other people too yeah, I I feel like, yeah, with Renee's dad's business, well, like transitioning it because it wasn't really, it was a business that his dad created, yes, but his dad was running it old school. Yeah. Not as a business. Mm. Not really like as a business, more as like... Self-employed. Self-employed. Mm. And we changed it. But it was hard to get anybody to want to change anything. It took years of us telling everybody... Let's do it like this. Let's do it like this. Let's do it like this. And it, it took a long time. And still now it's like, there's a lot of pushback sometimes, you know, depending on what it's about, but like, you know, where we have to like pay someone this, or we have to pay for franchise tax board or whatever it is. Everyone's like, what the fuck? Why do we have to pay that? I'm like, (laughs) I know, I know we don't want to pay this, but what is this for? Like it's yes. the payroll taxes. We do it every week. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's the, another thing too, yeah. is like paying it different taxes and that's, a, yeah. yeah, it's very, it's hard to get people to shift, but I mean, it comes with time and there's so much benefit too, to the old school way of thinking where I think like you and your husband and like me and Renee's family, like it balances each other out. Too. Yeah. Like, like they, they, they've been in business for 30 years. Yes, Obviously, exactly. they know what they're doing. Yes. They're Same doing thing with some shit right, right? Yeah. Like, they're doing it right. They, they're well off. They own property. Like, no, like, in no way do I think, like, oh, they're, they don't right. know what they're doing. No, no way. But, yes, you come in and you have 
new like, ideas. Yeah, it's just yeah. different. It's actually super funny because Renee's mom, because she's involved with Renee's dad's business, because basically similar to what Renee and I do, they were doing for the last 30 years. And so it's like half hers. Yeah. So she was telling me I was trying to actually figure out if my father-in-law had, you will know what this is, but for anybody else, it's basically like a, a number for your truck. Well, I was trying to figure out his mm-hmm. DOT number mm-hmm. and his CA number. Mm-hmm. My mother-in-law is telling me he doesn't have a CA number. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yes, he does. <laughs> I'm looking at it on the screen. It says Luis Lechuga, CA number. This was, <laughs> she's like, no, 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 no. We don't have a CA number. We just have a DOT. <laughs> and I'm like, no, there's no way. I thought she was full of shit. Right. Because I'm thinking like she doesn't fucking know is what I was thinking. <laughs> and I get off the phone with her and I'm like, what the hell? So then I call my brother-in-law and I said, I don't know what she's talking about. Like I'm looking at the CA number. I'm confused. What's tell me what's up? Because I'm basically trying to transfer everything that was in his name to the business name now. And he's like, no, he doesn't have a CA number. I'm like, what the fuck are these people talking about? They're out of their mind is what I'm thinking. And I thought, so like, what is this number? That I'm what is at? it? Yeah. yeah. So I finally call the CHP and they tell me, oh, well, because he had his DOT number since or whatever, whatever. He had the state number, CA number. I apologize. Since he had the CA number since 19, whatever, 80, Mm -hmm. he actually doesn't have a DOT number. We assigned him a random DOT number, but we never told anyone and it wouldn't match up with his social on the website. So they were like, oh, it's because it's linked to a fake social that we created. And he never, yeah, he probably never even knew he had a DOT number. I'm what? like, oh my God. So of course I call so him. So I understand this way more than probably yes, a than lot a of normal people person. listening to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But so I literally had to call my mother-in-law back and I told her like, dude, I really, sorry? I said, I thought you were full of shit. I'm so sorry. But yes, here's what's happening. Because I was trying to figure it out on my own working as we've always had, you know, a bunch of different numbers. And, but yeah, it's like, she knew what she was talking about. Yeah, she knew, no, I've been there. we don't have one. And I was telling her, and like, you're thinking there's no way. Uh, yeah. I was thinking there's no way I'm it's fucking not looking how it at works. it. Yeah. Like it doesn't work like that, but because mm-hmm. they had it before mm-hmm. 19, whatever, then yes, it, he didn't have one. He does have one now, but only since 2016. And they, and they assigned a random one. And nobody knew. And no one knew. He never had to take any action to renew it or anything like that. But it was just, That's yeah, crazy. it was hilarious. But so they do know. Like, they know what they're fucking doing. That's what I'm saying. Like, I mean, my in-laws, kudos to them. They did the damn thing. When I met my husband's family, they lived in Downey. They had a home. I mean, I'm coming from a single mom. Mm-hmm. I lived in a studio upstairs from a liquor store with my mom, you know, and they already were well off. Like they, they live in Downey, they have a house, they have a pool, you know, they have all these things, they're running their business. So it's like, and now looking back, I'm like, damn, they were my age, you know? Yeah. It's crazy. I know. And they just started like way younger. Yeah. 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 I was thinking of that with your name. It's admirable. It is. But yeah, once you get in it and you, you know, there's just a, it's a fresh ideas, it's new ideas. I did go to school for business. There is shit that I know, but I, it's a generational gap. It, it's that too. It's a generational gap. Like they will never see us the way we see them. And we're always going to be their kids. Yes. Yes. And that's what I would tell my husband. Like, yeah. 
shortly after I started working there full time because I, I feel like he was brought up really like, this is all yours. This is all yours. Don't even trip. This is all you. Once we're done, this is all you. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're still there <laughs> full time. My husband's already in his 40s. It, right. You know, it's like, yeah. which nobody doesn't want them there, right? It's their shit. But I'm just saying like, shortly after I got there, I was like, you know, this is not yours, right? Like, this is their shit, and you work for them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like once you transition that mindset, you're so much more valuable to them. Mm -hmm. Because, or else you're just kind of, like, going against the grain. Yeah. Because you truly believe, like, this is mine, and I'm going to transform it, opposed to, like, this is yours, and I'm going to do what I can to help you grow it. It is what it is. That's why I'm really glad that even though it's very untraditional, right? Like Renee's parents, when we started our business, like I think a lot of people think that we took over his, a part of a portion of his dad's business, but we didn't. We basically just started our own entity doing the same thing. And so I told you I was like hanging on every word in your podcast. Oh, it was so fun. Yeah, it was so fun. I was but like, we just like, this is so cool. We didn't know anything. And yeah. his dad, I remember Renee would be like calling his dad like, <laughs> hey, what do I do with this? And his dad's like, I don't, I don't really know. Like he wouldn't really give any advice. He, he would, but an old school way, right? Like they would meet up at the dump and like they would bullshit. But Renee said that he would call him and be like, how much do I charge for this? And he would be like, I don't That's know. That's the hardest part always. Like, I don't know. Like he wouldn't give, I mean, we really didn't get any handouts from Renee's parents or any advice or nothing (laughs) like we really didn't and I'm really thankful all that to say that I'm really thankful because that we didn't because instead of being where we had to take over an existing business even though we've kind of done that now but at the time we got to create a business how we wanted so we got to charge what we want we got to decide who we want to service then we got to diversify our service. Then we got to like, um, even like doing, um, our books in a more new school way. Like his dad was still writing paper receipts yeah. until literally yeah. like, yeah. until we took over they, and putting it into QuickBooks. They have work orders and they have carbon copies. Yep. And when I started working there, the dad would write out the work order and nobody knew yep. what the fuck they were doing that day. Only him. Yep. And so, I mean, to this day, he will not let the pricing go. Like, that's (sighs) all him. He's the only one that does it. Nobody feels confident enough to do it because you're going to do it wrong. Yeah. No matter what, you're going to do it wrong. But, like, the work orders, I created a template. So then we can just go in there and print. And so then we started printing them. And then eventually we started keeping the one of the copies and so now it's way easier. Like now it's like, where are the guys at? Pull your copy. Oh, they're here. They're doing this today. You know, like it's just everybody's kind of more aware of what the fuck is going right. on. Because before nobody knew shit. You literally were just there answering the phones. Mm. Like you have no idea. And, and it can still be like that sometimes. Yeah. Know? But for the most part, and he got really used to it. Like, eventually it grew on him, and now he's like, oh, what? I don't have to write this shit out anymore? Yeah. So now he writes it on a little paper, and then he gives it to you, and you just have to figure it out. But yeah, I mean, for the longest time when I went, and you know, it's like handwritten. Yeah, we used to do our billing like that. 
where Renee would handwrite everything in a little notebook and then I would bill it. But every time I would be like, I don't know what the fuck this is. Like, I don't know what this is. This says like 10 yard, 20 yard. It says this. I'm not sure. Like, I don't know. For a while know. I try to do pricing. And so one day I go in his office and I'm like, I need to know how you price these jobs. I don't know. I'm not, I don't know what to tell you. Like I just, he can't even put it into words. Yes. That is her name. I don't dad. know. I don't know what to tell you. I can't even put it into words. Okay, then I'm just going to make up some prices. And when people call, because I'm the one that's just right. the phone, yes. I'm just going to say whatever I want. So then I left. I, I don't know what. I can't even remember what I put together on a piece of paper. Like, just help me. Like, I'm trying to help you. Right. And, yeah, I think because I said I'm just going to say whatever I want, he kind of was like, fine. So he, like, jotted down and he gave me a better idea of it. But, yeah, still to this day, that's his shit. Like, yeah. He's the only one that goes out there and prices jobs. And for a while, I mean, I was kind of like in my stubborn streak and I was like pricing shit. And he'd tell, that's way too expensive. That's way too. One of the times he was, and they said, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, oh, shit. Like He starts like, oh, oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) Because I overpriced it. But I mean, they paid it, you yeah. know, but, but yeah, I mean, I kind of let off, like, it's too hard. You're just, you're, what's too your, hard. your favorite part of that business? Is it like pricing, collecting, like, do you do all that stuff? Payroll? Do I do collect? payroll. I probably payroll. I mean, that, that's been my, my thing in the beginning. I was trying to like, come on, let me help you. We, we would go to auctions together, Ooh. him and I. So he started taking me because he gets work out of the auctions. Okay. So he started taking I mean, I had tons of marketing ideas. I was like, put a booth. Just put a bunch of pretty girls. And it's a men industry. It's a, yes, it's a male it industry, right? It is 100% So it's like this, all these men at this auction that are going to buy these machines. And so these machines, in, in their industry, what they do, they transport like industrial equipment. Oh, okay. So they have okay. a lot of flatbeds. Got it. The rig and the flatbed. So they... It's a specialty, right? They come in with their equipment, they load you up, they strap it down, chain, they take it to your shop, right? So I would tell him, let's buy a banner. Let's just, I'll call my cousins. You know, they're like girls between the ages of 19 and 24. Like, we'll just prop them up, give them a company t-shirt, you know? They don't have to price anything. They're just going to bring the 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 clients. So for a while, we were kind of doing that. And then I got pregnant. (laughs) <laughs> and I threw myself out of that department. Yeah, it's like nobody wants a pregnant girl at the auction. <laughs> so that was game over for me. And then my that was my youngest, and then it was autism took over my whole world. So I literally put myself back in the reception desk. <laughs> there went my marketing career. Yeah. <laughs> but I know my favorite thing, you know, I feel like I learned so much there about being able to be your own boss. Mm. I think um, even though I work for them, like my husband has a lot more responsibility to them than, than I ever did because he does the work. So he, he has to be present. Right. But in my case, it was like, yeah, I was there in the office as neat. Like I was there nine to five, but I was my kids were a priority. Right. So the whole time I was there, my kids were little. So I feel like the most I learned there was like, okay, like I can never go back 
to a job where I can't leave because yes. my son is sick or I never missed a baseball game, a football game, a basketball game, a soccer game, a award ceremony. My husband might not have been able to be there every single time, but I was there and like that was good for me. And to this day, I tell him, you know, because we have good days and bad days, right? You have days where you're like, man, I could have, should have, would have, mm-hmm. you know, should have done this different, should have. Business-wise, even with his parents, it's like, man, I should have, I, sh- I could have. And it's like, you know what? I tell him to this day, like, I have no regrets. Like, I was still employed. I was still getting paid. I was being compensated. You know, yeah, I was doing office stuff, which, like, office stuff is my shit. You know, like, I, I can file. I can alphabetize. Like, <laughs> I, I actually enjoy it. Color yeah. coding, whatever you need me to do. But, I mean, there was there was things I did there. Like, I... I, we went more digital. When I got there, there was two computers. One was for work orders and one was for something else. And I had a cousin of mine that was like super IT savvy and he came in, he linked all the computers. So now whatever you do on your computer, I could see it on mine. That changed everything. Yeah. That right off the bat was like, oh shit. Because my, my sister-in-law used to hop from one computer to the other one. Oh yeah. Back and forth because each computer did their own thing. <laughs> So, I mean, we come a long way. We've come a long way. I feel like, yeah, it's, it's interesting, like, talking to somebody else who understands, like, not only, like, working for your family business, but also, yeah. like, that industry, the old school mentality, all that stuff. I feel like it's so cool because, yeah, a lot of people uh, and a lot of my friends, like, they know what our business is, but they don't really know yeah what our business is and the trucking <laughs> like, industry is it's different. very specialized yeah, yeah, like you yeah. were saying yeah like yeah. so marisol's family as she said does a t- super specialized business yeah and so do we yeah so we do um you guys heard on renee's podcast but we do renting of trash containers mm-hmm. not like the ones that you would see at like an apartment complex but like the large ones for construction sites so there's so many i didn't know this until we were in this industry either, but there's so many different areas of trucking mm-hmm. that nobody really knows about. Yeah, we, we have a really good friend and he's a trucking company, but, but he just, <laughs> yeah, he just picks up the container, takes it. But mm-hmm. I mean, same thing, right? It's his business, pays his bills and stuff, but but yeah, totally different yeah. than what we do. You know what's funny is we've actually done transport before too of like large equipment. And for a while we were trying to get into it because we thought like, oh, this is easy, you know? Yeah. But then it's like, yeah... It's not the same thing. Yeah, it's different. Yeah, like I would never... You have to relearn it. You do, and you have to learn like the pricing and then Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. everything is different. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I want to end it with a little rapid fire. Okay. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to do a little rapid fire and then we'll end it out. But I want to also let you guys know before we do the rapid fire that I'm going to have everything for Marisol linked down below. So her Instagram, all the links for her mentoring services and also any links that she has for notary services for her notary agency. If you're an aspiring notary or someone who is a notary and want to be mentored by her, or you I'm just want to be friends links. or you just want to be homies, then yeah. yeah, I'm going to link everything for you guys for her down below. So you guys can have that on hand. You never know when you're going to need a notary. Honestly, that's what I've learned in business is that like, sometimes we need a freaking notary and sometimes it's right away that you need yeah. it okay let's see the rapid fire what is your favorite food Ooh, i don't know i like food i'm a foodie <laughs> steak 
Steak. Ooh, that's a good one. I don't think we've ever had that answer in the podcast. <laughs> Usually it's like pizza or like. I'm not a big fan of Italian food. I, I like it. I'm a foodie. I love food, but. Where's your favorite steak seafood. that you eat? Oh, I don't know, girl. Any like steakhouse, you had me. You had me at steakhouse. I'm a big fan of steak too. Yeah. They just opened like a Ruth Chris within Ooh. walking distance of us. And we've been going there. We went there for like a month straight because it was so good. So I get made fun of. There's a, a I don't know, you're, you're on a time, I know, but no, you're fine. supposed to be rapid fire, right? It's okay. But They're never there's rapid a, fire. <laughs> there's a, like a joke. My husband, there's a restaurant it's called Gauchos. I don't know if you've heard of it. No. But they have a gaucho style. So it's like a steak, but it's supposed to be like shared. Oh, okay. So they bring the steak out. <laughs> like, where's your steak? <laughs> So you eat it all. So he's like, that's supposed to be for both of us. I was like, what? So like to this day, he's like, remember that time? <laughs> we shared a steak and you thought it was just yours. Because it's like this big 42 ounce. And I'm like in heaven. I'm like, hell yeah. Like, I love this restaurant. <laughs> he's like, no, you're supposed to. It's supposed to be shared. Yeah, yeah. This is family like, style. Damn. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think, I, yeah, I think that's probably like... Steak is your favorite. I mean, I love food, but yeah. Steak. I love steak too. Yeah. I would choose steak over chicken every day. For sure. Yeah. 100. What's your go-to coffee order right now? Ooh, right now I'm super stuck on the brown sugar chicken espresso. Oh my God. I was obsessed with that too. I substitute my oat milk with almond. Yes. I'm not a big milk person. Yeah. I don't really and, like oat milk. Um, and I get an extra shot just because Ooh, yes. <laughs> I have issues. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's the brown sugar for me. Yes. I actually try to make one here because oh, I've been yeah? like really into iced coffee lately. Yeah. And I made one and it was pretty good, but I yeah. got brown sugar and it was good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah brown sugar is good. That when we were staying at Renee's um, parents' house for like a, a few weeks or whatever, when we were when his dad passed and we were doing the funeral and all that stuff. I, they don't have a espresso machine, right? I bought them one actually the like second week that we were there. But before that I was like Instacarting or Postmating yeah, coffee yeah. to the house every day. And every day I would get a brown sugar, brown sugar, brown sugar, shaken espresso. So you good? good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, am I drunk? <laughs> Speaking of that, what's your alcohol drink of choice? Oh yeah. Right now, um, I'm in my champagne phase. Yes. That that is my go to right now. Me too. It's, it's been a minute. I'm I'm happy in my champagne face. It's it, been it has changed over the years. I was a whiskey girl for a Ooh. really long time, and then I decided, you know what? I I think I want to try champagne, and I educated myself and I started reading about champagne. So then I started trying different stuff, and yeah, it's just what's your favorite so one? Delicious. I really really like the yellow label. Yes, that's my favorite right now. Yes. They actually have a really good rosé, too. Yes. Their rosé is really good, too. Yeah. We've been on, like, a Prosecco kick for, like, mm. probably, like, two years. It's just I so think. refreshing, right? Yeah, it's so easy to drink. And, and it like, still, like, does the job. It hits harder yeah, than yeah, a White yeah. Claw. I don't really drink beer too much anymore. And I really don't drink liquor. Yeah, like, see, I went through a, a whiskey phase me for, too. like, a decade. <laughs> a decade, damn. I went through it for, like, two years. And I would, it was probably majority of my 30s. Yeah. Yeah, I think mine was, like, right when I hit 30. 
I like loved, loved an old fashioned. Would love old yeah, fashioned. Yeah, mine was Jameson for a while. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Hardcore. It like made me want to throw up just yeah. thinking about it. <laughs> that was a hardcore, hardcore decade. <laughs> but I, I just felt like I was good the next morning. That's what really, really started making me like it. That I was like, okay, whiskey's nice to me. The that's next what I day. felt about tequila for a long time. Yeah. And then I and I like tequila. Don't worry. Like, that's my family. Yeah. Shots. And I'll still take shots. But yeah. Yeah. Whiskey for champagne. a while was my BFF, but right now, I would say the last few years, it's would been champagne. Would you ever mix champagne. having, like, if you were having a whiskey drink, like, at a party, and then mm-hmm. someone was like, tequila shots. For would sure. You, you would mix it? Oh, my God. It's just a shot. That's true, but <laughs> I don't know. Ever since I passed 30, I really, <laughs> we had, like, I guess it was probably, like, maybe about a year ago where, like, we were, like, going out with our friends a lot. And we decided no more shots. Okay. When our friends would come over, every we would go hard for like two days because they so would come and So what do you do when somebody's like, shots, shots? Okay, this is my thing in my family. We would say no. We all decided as a group. So it was like a group of us, four friends. And we decided as a group, like, dude, we so feel like shit. So the most I drink family, is with my family. Yes, yes. So then in my family, family it's shots. like, take a shot or you're a bitch. Yeah. No, for sure. And it's like, oh, I ain't no bitch. And so then, then here we go. <laughs> my family, because I'm usually the one, well, I guess her name's family. You're the hype Not, man? I'm the hype man, usually. <laughs> yeah. For every Christmas I was, every Thanksgiving. So usually now, if I don't want to take a shot, everyone's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, you t- made me take shots mm-hmm. too many times. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to take yeah. them. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I started doing, like, half shots. Mm-hmm. And that's me better. Too. Yeah. Okay, what is your best Amazon purchase of this month? Oh, I don't know if it was this month when they had the whole Amazon was like put it. Yeah. Prime day. Oh, girl, I bought this. Oh, shit. What is it called? It's like that vacuum mop. Oh, it was like TikTok together. Yeah, (laughs) it was like TikTok famous. Have you seen it? No, I didn't see it, but I know what you're talking about. I'm going to have to tell you what it's called later, but I'm so in love with that. Wait, is it is it like a robot or is it? No, 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 no. You do it yourself. Okay, no, I just it's saw like it. a vacuum. It. You, it's like you, you works like a vacuum, but you put water in it and like you and put it can the, it can, too. but it has like a roller. So the roller's wet. Oh. So, but it works so good. Mind you, I live in a man home. Like, yes. It's me and four men. Yeah. I don't. Envy so you. yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> Yeah. Renee's family is predominantly males, like all his. Well, yeah. Earlier when you said he, it's yeah. him and his two brothers, I'm like, oh my god, that's it's like him my and his two brothers, yeah. and then he has like almost all male cousins, except for yeah. two, maybe yeah. three actually. But they have a lot of cousins, and they're all males. And then all the males had girls. So I'm thinking my kids are probably if they have children, they'll probably have girls. Yeah, because we didn't. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of girl second generation now, which is really crazy. To see. Like it flips the screen. Yeah, moment. it really flips. And so growing up, the majority, I mean, I'm an only child, but the majority of us were girls. Yeah, that's in, how my family In my is. family in general, they're, the majority of us are girls. So it's very women-dominant family, right? And the yeah. men tend to be a little bit more, like everybody's, I love my family. Like uh, everybody's fun, everybody's, but the men do tend to be a little bit more like, in their feelings almost. Really? The women in my family. Yeah, it's crazy. We have a women-dominated family too. 
like my dad is one of six and he has one sister, but he, all brothers. And then okay. all of them had girls, full oh. girls, except for one. So you don't have brothers. I don't have brothers. So no. Just, and just, I don't have really any male cousins. I have all yeah, girl cousins. See, us too. It was all girls. We yeah. have one male cousin, like far in between. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I have like, I have, I think like two male cousins and one is adopted. So like it's all women. So it's funny because it does really, I think, switch generation yeah. to generation. So in my family, I mean, in my house. It's yeah. You're all, all males. Yeah. Even the dog is a boy. Oh my God. Yeah. It's just me. That's how my dad always said, like, we always had male dogs because my dad was the only boy. <laughs> in all of I this. never really wanted a girl dog though. Cause like, I don't know. I feel like don't my periods or something. Yeah. Unless you get them fixed. Oh yeah. See? Yeah. I'm good. But my, my girl dog is way easier. Really? Yeah. My male dog is the one who's the bulldog and he's way harder, but he's also a second child. So yeah, I have he's, a second child and he's hard. He's a whole podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Watch when he hears this. <laughs> Okay, what are you currently reading? Are you, oh, you are I reading. reading. Yeah, so I started this reading challenge with a, I joined a girlypreneurs. I got invited to this girlypreneurs like online. It's like an app. So we just kind of stay in touch, Cute. talk about business and stuff like that. And so she started a challenge. We started a reading challenge. Yeah, I'm reading a book by Russ. I read it. It's called It's All In Your Oh, you've read it before. Read it. I'm yeah. in love with it. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And the book before that I read from bounce checks to private jets Ooh. i really recommend it i'll um, link both of those for you guys down below yeah yeah i'll give you the uh, i just blanked i think it's the champagne but i'll, <laughs> I'll give you the links <laughs> it's like but but it. um that book is the one that motivated me for some of my 2024 goals nice yeah yeah it's yeah i'm really enjoying that book it's like it's just good. feeding my brain everything i need to hear and it's easy it's an easy read yeah, yeah, yeah. like it's a very like I did it on audio, but it's a very good book. I've the never been a book. big reader. Really? I could count on one hand, like the books I've finished. But now I think that's changing. Yeah. I think that's changing. I'm actually look forward to like, nobody talk to me. Yeah. I'm going to read. Do you like to read bit. like a physical book? Yes. Okay. I'm going to give you a book when we leave. Because oh, I have yay. a good book for you. Did you have AOL? <laughs> Instant Messenger? I, I, for work, maybe. Okay. Never mind. I was going to say, what was your AOL screen name? But I feel like that. Oh, God, I don't know. It was probably for work. And we used to like instant message each other from one desk to the other and talk <laughs> shit about my boss. Yes. <laughs> used to do that on Outlook Messenger <laughs> when I was in an office. That's probably what it was. Yeah, I don't know if I had AOL, like a name that I can think of. I think my first email address was Yahoo. What was, was your my email favorite address? notary. I still use it. Oh, that's it? Mm -hmm. Oh, dang. See, we try to find like crazy screen names of people. Like Renee's yeah, was like, I don't know. I, I sexy know. he bitch. <laughs> Which you didn't know because he didn't want to tell you. Yes. His cousin had to tell me. <laughs> That's funny. His cousin had to tell me on her podcast, which I think hers was like sexy Steffi or something like that. But we all had these crazy screen names. If you weren't doing what you're doing now, hmm. what would you be doing? Could hmm. be like some people take this question as like a dream job or like like the super most far fetched yes thing I ever imagined. I would be an actress. Really? Ooh, I love that. I've always had a an acting bug. Like 
You know, when, when, my, when my middle, when my second was little, I had him in a background. So I registered him with this casting yeah. company and they, he was background for like a really? bunch of shows and stuff. So yeah. So I used to get my kick in there. Yeah. I had to take him, right? So I'm like on set and <laughs> I'm like, oh, you should have seen. We saw so-and-so today. <laughs> like One time we got lost in the studios and we ran into like Fred Savage's brother, <laughs> like Ben Savage. And I was like oh my god I know your brother (laughs) (laughs) but yeah jokingly I say that I'm gonna register myself on those just for the fun of it hell yeah that's a good one I love that they totally base it off your face it's like yeah yeah they do no I would definitely (laughs) not be doing that because (laughs) I am so awkward on camera like but you're just in the background I know but if there's a way for me to be awkward on camera (laughs) there is a way like I did when I did my photo shoots, like I did, I ended up doing like the photographer, Monica had an option to do like a monthly photo shoot package. Mm-hmm. And I'm so fucking thankful that I did that because the photos come out amazing because she's amazing as yeah, a photographer, yeah. but I am so awkward. Like something about like here, okay, on the camera, that's different because I'm controlling it, but someone else being there and me trying to be like a certain energy like pose for me yeah i'm awkward hmm i mean i could see how that's nerve-wracking but you just have to i know you have to like it's a mental you have to really like tell yourself that you are this person yes and it's funny because i do that in so many other areas but for some reason i literally just all i do is laugh that's why (laughs) all my photos are me laughing that's true (laughs) all i do is laugh because you're in your head and I'm like okay I'm so fucking awkward (laughs) but it is a mental muscle for sure like just to get out of that space and to put on a different energy or persona yeah that's really I I really have such admiration for actors because it is a hard thing yeah 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 they're literally pretending yeah and they but then and then you believe believe them Yeah. yeah 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 it's crazy yeah so I don't know in another world hell yeah I could have been on the big screen. Yeah. I would have loved to see that. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're going to close it out. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with Marisol. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Thank you for agreeing to be on the podcast. Yeah. I'm so glad you had fun. I feel like we could talk for days. I know. Well, when we went to lunch, we talked for forever. (laughs) (laughs) But I feel like this is kind of similar. Yeah. yeah, We're just chatting, just having fun. And um, yeah. I will link everything for Marisol down below, as well as the books that we mentioned for you guys. You guys can follow us on Instagram at confident AF podcast and that's it until next week. I will see you guys next week. Excited. Thank you so much. Thank you. Love you guys. Bye.